on tonight's show. We have free diver, athlete, and rock climber, Alexander Whitey. And now for your host, Cool Park. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, episode 103. Thank you guys for tuning in. I am your host, Cool Card. You're kicking it with the Cool Card Show right now. Listen, I'm here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm always trying to bring you somebody that can drop you some gems, drop you some jewels, you know, some things that you could grab up, put in your tool belt, and go be great in your life. All right? Um, Listen, man, I I hope that everybody, everybody who celebrates Thanksgiving had a great and wonderful Thanksgiving, spent time with family, family members and friends and loved ones. Um, Yeah, man. Life is beautiful, you know? It it is what you make it. So I hope you're living it up out there. Hey, I'm not going to talk too long. I want to get into this interview. I I have a wonderful gentleman joining me tonight. His name is Alexander Whiting. Just found out that it was weeding, but we're going to say Whiting tonight. (laughs) Weeding is Swedish, I think he said. I think I'm right. Uh, But yes, he is a free diver. He is a rock climber. He's an athlete. He's doing a lot of things. He's an adventurous guy. He's doing a lot of things I probably wouldn't do. All right, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna dig into his brain and just kind of get some enlightenment on what it is to be a free diver, what it is to free dive, what it is to rock climb. Because I don't think I'll ever do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna get a little bit more information on that. And um, if you're interested, hey, stick around. I'm telling you, he's gonna drop some gems, y'all. You know, I always bring somebody on here that's gonna give you the goods. It's gonna give you the gonna give you the one on one. You know, the entry level one on one, and then the expertise take on everything. All right. But without further ado, let me bring him right in, and we'll get this show on the road. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Alexander Whiting Weeding to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Oh, man. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you uh, for coming on here. Hey, guys, he's all the way from Thailand, by the way. All right. He's all the way from Thailand joining me, coming on here to talk about free diving, rock climbing, and all the things that he does. He's an adventurous guy. I'm pretty sure you could tell by the intro pictures. This this guy's on top of mountains, you know. Like, listen, man, <laughs> <laughs> too much for me. Uh, you might have to drop me off in a helicopter up there, but <laughs> but listen. Um, oh, I forgot to ask you: Are you okay with me praying? Because I start every show with a prayer. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. Cool. Let's get that out the way. Get a man. It's just do, and we'll get it. Get the show on the road. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for just bringing us together tonight. Uh, just joining us together, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, for a great conversation. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for life. We thank you for love. We thank you for family. We thank you for good health. We just thank you for waking us up this morning, Lord Jesus. We give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise, and we pray and ask that you bless this show in this in this meeting of us, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So listen, man, free diving. I've always been intrigued by you know, when you're on the gram, you see all the pictures, you see these wonderful shots of free divers, and it just blows my mind because I'm like, these guys are all the way at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. And yeah. I can no, barely hold. Actually... Huh? No, no, sorry. <laughs> that's actually how I got started with it, actually, uh, with uh, with free diving in, in way back in the beginning with all the photos of all the divers. Yeah. And... It's intriguing. Uh, it's really intriguing. Yeah, not for sure. Underwater world. Yeah. And all. 
like I'm a I'm a I'm a Pisces, so I'm a water sign. So it already like blue. I'm I'm you know I'm attracted to blue. I'm drawn to blue. I love the blue, the deep blue, the fish. I love animals. So I see these pictures and I'm just like, man, this is amazing. I would love to do it, but maybe not, you know. <laughs> and then I say, no, it's actually it's not that bad. I mean, but like, listen, I, I get said, that. A- I can only hold my breath for like five maybe three and a half minutes maybe four and i'm just like these dudes are all the way at the bottom of the ocean i'll make it halfway down and start you know whatever but this is why you're here to enlighten us on how i can overcome this and how i can grow that because i heard about the reflex your body has a certain reflex when you get in the water and whatever but i'm gonna let you talk tell it like how did you get into it so you you saw the pictures and how long ago was this when you saw these pictures and you decided hey you know what i want to do that so i've Starting off, I'm also a Pisces. And oh, wow. Okay. Uh, co- coincidentally, my favorite color is also blue, right? Yes. But it started, uh, I think, two or three years ago. I was uh, you know, on Instagram and I started seeing photos of uh, underwater divers and I got really intrigued. To, to, yeah. I got really interested and I, and I started to think, like, I really want to do this one day. And it got, you know, it got more and more and I got more and more photos. And I was like, uh, on my feet, I mean... And I decided to one day I really want to go dive as well. So I started looking up how do I start? How does it work? Because, um, like, okay, I have to get a like, certificate. What organizations is there? Like, uh, is there anyone where I live? Is there anyone in Thailand? Where do I dive in Thailand? So, right. and um, <clears throat> finally, I found a guy uh, down in it's it's an, on an island called Koh Tao here in Thailand, and so. I booked a trip and uh, for a, for a, like beginner's course basically, mm-hmm. and that's like how I at least would recommend anyone to start is with with a course with a with a like with a school with a free diving okay. school. And uh, <clears throat> but I, I still I get a lot of questions from everyone that that because uh, there's a lot of uncertainty or I mean like yeah. unknowing. There's a lot of knowledge that people don't have about free diving. It's like, oh, it's scary. It's dangerous. Can you die? Can you, you know, uh, but like a feeling of out of control, basically. Like, oh, what if I drown? You know, what yeah. if you go down and you need to breathe and what's going to happen? But truthfully, it's, it's, it's quite similar to climbing in mm-hmm. that it's, at least I feel like I'm always in, perfect control or i'm totally in control of what's happening right? yeah. i'm in control over me or over my environment and, and what i'm doing and i don't have to rely on other like equipment or or machinery or things that can fail basically because right. in a lot of other sports like for example parish or skydiving you have your you have to rely on other things yeah yeah. Like your parachute to uh, you know, your parachute fails, you die, right? Yeah. But in free free diving, it's it's only you. If you fail, you die. But or you don't. Not necessarily, actually. No, it's actually very safe. I shouldn't I shouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, but it's the same with climbing. You rely on your abilities because yeah. all the gear is is uh, it's basically bomber. Nothing like you will never. Nothing can ever usually never breaks. Like you can hang a car from a bolt and it's not gonna. You know, they can hold like two thousand kilos, whatever that is. In, what? In, in, in what uh, type of bolt is this? Uh, or six thousand pounds, actually. A uh, bolt that you pick up there and that you kind of hammer into the mountain? Yeah, they're they're rated for you know, at least that. Like, so there's other things that will break before before that. Like, uh, but what if the rock like splinters or something? You know, exactly. The... the rock will break before the bolt breaks. So, oh my god, uh, it all goes to your. It comes back kind of to your own abilities to to uh, you know keep you safe and do things. Because with diving, I think it's the same with scuba diving and people who, especially people who do like a lot of caving or cave diving or whatever, they have a lot of strict rule sets that they have to follow. Like, right. You have to do these things, and if you don't follow these things or to follow the protocol, uh, then it might become dangerous i think right. it's the same with all sports right i think with, uh, with i think with the free diving everybody's concern is just breathing honestly i mean the swimming part of it, it is what it is you know you're, you're going down you can swim up you could doggy paddle and come back up you know you got your fins you flip yeah. or whatever yeah. so i think it's really just all about being able to breathe and that's, you know go ahead no that's a just a thing it's uh it's a very uh, how can I say? 
for usually for beginner free divers or beginner to like intermediate whatever uh it actually never comes down to how long you can hold your breath for because uh every person uh, let me explain every person can you like even you you can 100 hold your breath for like five minutes before you pass out i mean uh in terms of your oxygen capacity right? yeah uh but what's gonna happen is your your because your body is not used to when you hold your breath your your co2 builds up in your body or in your lungs sorry and your body uh and that's your basically your body's trigger that okay now we need to breathe because your body doesn't really have a sensor that tells you how much oxygen you have in your body only reads the co2 but uh so you can hold your breath for longer but usually what happens is there's a lot of other things that prevents you from diving further or deeper or whatever at all such as your uh well first of all your equalization like if you can't equalize you can't equalize your ears you can't go down right right and also the pressure exactly so So how does that work is that you know i'm just kind of like um blowing like kind of blowing or whatever is it like uh, how does that work? When you're, have you ever done scuba diving or no, you, are you familiar with diving? So when you scuba dive, you uh, you have a regulator and air, and you have air in your mouth, and you and uh, you just blow. You hold your nose, and you just blow air from your from your lungs straight up to ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, same as you, maybe you do it on the plane as well. Oh, but okay, gotcha. diving because you don't really have a lot of air. Like it's a limited, it's a finite currency basically, or, or commodity basically. Yeah. That we use other ways of 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 equalizing the air which is which can take for a lot of people you know weeks or months to learn or to master mm-hmm. uh but and but it's not only the equalization it's also the relaxation and how comfortable you are cuz it's more of a a mental sport or mental game basically mm-hmm. but you will always run out of either uh, equalization or relaxation or flexibility before you run out of air. <laughs> that just sounds so crazy to me. How? Uh, How though? Like, let me give you in perspective. Uh, when you dive deeper, or when you dive at all, like you, the air in your lungs, they compress, right? And uh, as the deeper you dive, the, the the smaller your lungs become. So, and to the point where your lungs has to be flexible enough to be able to compress inwards right Before, so that's collapse. the only 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 time in your there's only place in your body where you feel the water pressure actually in your lungs when they compress okay and if your lungs are not flexible enough or your diaphragm or whatever not flexible and your throat to compress you can't dive the, the like, you can't continue to descend because right. otherwise you're gonna suffer like a lung squeeze or like a what's it called a lung injury basically Colla- collapse lung pretty much well, it, it, it could develop or crushes, that, but it, more more like a, a sprain. Okay, like a gotcha. muscle sprain. You know, if you could try to do a split and you do it too far, and you're yeah. gonna uh, you're gonna sprain something. So basically, that that's gonna happen, but your lungs. Uh, so either you're not flexible enough, or you don't have uh, you have problems with equalizing, and that's usually gonna stop uh, how deep or far you can so, dive. Basically. So let's get into this equalization and the flexibility. How how. What do you do to equalize since you said you want to preserve the air and you don't want to blow it out your ears? What's taught to equalize? There's there's a, basically the first thing that's taught is a method called frenzel equalization. It works with in, in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I can try to like visualize this. You have your what's called the soft palate or the, the upper part of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And then you have a tongue under here. Uh, so what happens is you close your throat, your glottis here, mm-hmm. and then you basically use your tongue as a piston to compress upwards like this, mm-hmm. uh, exactly like a combustion engine. And when the air compresses at the top, it has to go somewhere. But because your throat is closed, your mouth is closed, it goes up into your ears and through the tubes. Oh, gotcha. Bum, 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 like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bas- basically, that's like a visualization of it. Uh, wow. And it requires a lot of muscles that we usually have never used before yeah to to, to make the the uh, this thing go up and down man basically and you also have to do it upside down because when you're diving down you basically head first and feet up right and so the the oh, physics of gravity goodness. pulls the thing in a different way so it, it takes quite a long, long time for some people to learn it 
That is. How long did it take you? I. I think a few months because uh, at least a few months. I would say like two, three months actually to to actually like really learn it because in the beginning I'll be like, oh, I kind of know, but it kind of works, but at the same time I'm not sure. So right. I, like, it's like in the middle ground between because you have to control a lot of small muscles, like small muscles in your throat, yeah, in your in your on your tongue, uh, on the top or whatever. It's like everywhere, and we use this like. Uh, like small, like basically uh, exercises to, to to trigger the the muscles and and like find okay this is that muscle this is that muscle and and yeah. so uh, that's strange, but... man. <laughs> that's strange. What about what about the reflex though? How how do you how do you get flexible with your lungs? How does that work? Uh, we. You do lung stretching basically uh, there's both empty lung stretching and full lung stretching the empty lung is where you uh you blow out all your air you have in your mouth and then you um well, you pull on your diaphragm upwards so it mm-hmm. you basically pull your belly inwards and diaphragm upwards so it's you create like a or, or basically you blow out all the air you close your mouth and you try to suck in air with your lungs with your mouth closed so it creates like a negative pressure oh so it collapses them like yeah, and Weezing then you, yeah, and then that will cause the diaphragm to stretch in a way, and then you can even do that while you know, opening up your chest to get a really stretch in. Right. Uh, but the thing is, because you don't really have a lot of, I don't think you have a lot of nerve endings at all in your lungs. Like if you have a lung injury, you won't know it because there's really no nerve endings there. So it's a thing where you don't really, you can't really know how far you're stretching it until like you get injured. So it's it's a, it's a very I'm not going to say dangerous, but uh, it's a stretch that people really have to be careful with. Yeah, uh, and very gra- and like gradually progress over time, basically. So, so you gotta equalize, and then you have to stretch, pretty much, right? Exactly. Flex- exactly. Be flexible with your lungs to go deeper. So, let's take it back a little bit. How long have you been doing this? Or for just a year and a half, actually, I'm I'm I'm, really? I'm actually still a beginner. Yes. Wow. Oh, actually, I would call it a beginner. Like, you would call it a beginner, but you no, but you're it, comfortable. It, it... <laughs> you're you're comfortable though. When you go down there now, you're, you're yeah, comfortable? sure, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how deep have like, you gone? Uh, thirty-six meters. Thirty-six meters. Hundred twenty. Hundred twenty feet. And what's the I, deepest? I the what's the deepest anybody's ever gone? Do you know? 400 feet. 130 meters. God. Hell no. <laughs> it's like uh, four times whatever I have distance. I've oh gone, my so. God. And then what? They can hold their breath for what? 20 minutes? Oh no. Actually, when you're doing a, a, like a deep dive, you're the, the amount of time you're spending on the water is not very, not very much, not very long. Like right. the for me, a 30, 40 meter dive would be uh, take a minute and a half, two really? minute tops. If you're that's doing it? like a world, yeah, that's not more than that. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if if you, if it's not about the air, uh, it's you know until you start to dive really deep, of course. But yeah. then it will be about the air. But in the beginning, up to 40 meters or 120 feet, uh, because the dive is less than two minutes. Mm-hmm. Depending on how you are, yeah, uh, you can hold. You can. Yeah, that's easy then. Yeah, uh, like sometimes when I do a, even a dive down to thirty-five meters, I come up. I'm like, no, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I don't like. I don't feel like I have to breathe. It's wow. more about uh, the uh, the pressure and the equalization and other yeah. things I have to focus. So I guess it's all a mental thing then. So you know, like when you're first beginning, you're just starting out and you're going down there. You're probably thinking air, 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 but you really don't need the air because you're not down there that long. But I know for me, my mind will play tricks on me. You know what I mean? Like, my mind will play tricks on me. I'm going deeper and deeper and deeper. And I'm like, oh, my God. Am I going to have enough air to get up? You know, that's it. It's like, like you said, it's all mental. So I think it's different if you're snorkeling or you're uh, like you're doing like a recreational dive. Uh, then usually when you're snorkeling, you're down, you look around and stuff. But you're not really going in very deep usually. Yeah. Uh, but you, you end up 
spending more time underwater and swimming underwater and then obviously you feel like oh shit i need to breathe there now but not when you're what's called deep diving when you're diving along a line you just well the objective is to just go as deep as you can and then come up again yeah uh, i was gonna ask you about that that's what that line is for just to kind of guide you down to see how far you can go yeah so the the line will be uh dive line will be measured like uh, to the distance you're diving to and then you will swim to the end of it and the end is uh it's like a, a bottom plate and a weight and then when you reach that point you turn around and you go up again that's the entire dive so that's uh, so that's that's part of the training or that's just something that you would you would use just to kind of see how far you can go like it's almost like go ahead go that's ahead. basically the the uh the entire sport of free diving uh mm. where because uh usually we free dive we line it's called line diving it's called line diving so we usually line dive in in blue water which means there's nothing there's nothing there. There's no. There's just blue. But there's just like open water. You can't right. see anything. You can't see just, just blue. Okay. And um, in order to navigate down and up, you need a point of reference because if you don't just have blue, like a just space around it, you won't really know what's what's up, what's down, what's left, what's right, right? Oh wow. So that's what we use the line for. And it's also obviously for safety because if you have a line, and you usually have a what's called a lanyard. It's a, you attach a, a bracelet to your arm, and it mm-hmm. has a uh, basically, a cable or a carabiner you clip into the line. So, if you like get lost, then you're still attached to the line, right? And you won't really just disappear into the ocean. Uh, oh my god! So it's, it's it's for guidance and also for to basically make it safe because it's a sport, and sports by definition I think should be safe, right? Uh, or not by definition, but I think maybe not base jumping because that's that's never safe, but <laughs> uh, it is extremely safe actually okay so i always wonder like you know because you said if you're not you know if you don't have the line you could you could get lost but i always thought you know if it's sunlight out you could see the sun you'd know where to swim is that not correct if it's so blue it just it all like the the light is just everywhere so you don't really know where the sun is you don't know where up is it uh i mean it depends how mentally present you are. Uh, I've never felt like I don't know what's up and what's down. Like, okay. like inherently, your your sense of balance will always work, so you know what's up, what's down, right? But right. Uh, I would say in some situations, it it will get maybe you, something happens, you get confused. Maybe it's right. dark. Uh, right. The deeper you go, the darker it gets. But it doesn't get dark until like 50 meters, anyways, or deeper. Right. But uh, generally safer, you know. Yeah. To, to always have a, a, the, a point of reference. So answer me. Answer this. Um, when you when okay, when we see all these beautiful pictures online, how deep is that normally? Like, how deep do people go for that? And like you said, are they down there? Look, because I see people like down there posing, taking pictures and stuff. So is that just they go down, they'll they'll pose, take a couple flicks, and then go back up? They're not really down there looking around like snorkeling. When we just catching the image of that and thinking, oh that, god, these people are down there like just swimming around, hanging out. That depends on the shot, actually. Uh, huh. Some pictures can can be uh, like some professional driver divers take pictures quite deep. Uh, usually, like for the majority pictures, are not they're less than thirty feet, basically. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So they're they're quite shallow, but uh, and and if it's more shallow than that, because uh, because of your air in your lungs, mm-hmm. uh, you become you're very buoyant at shallow depths. Right. You know, where if you if you stop swimming, you will. F- float up basically oh, right? okay so usually what we have to do for to take underwater photos is we have to blow out all our air and then dive down oh uh, wow and then take the photo okay and uh usually you, you can't just dive down you know suppose take a photo and come up usually you have to like it takes a lot of time to f- get into the uh, the position that you have to be in and you know with the environment or whether if maybe you have an overhead environment as well where right. uh so you could spend you know, maybe a minute 
down there just for the posting. Down there just for, to get a picture. Yeah, without any air in your lungs. Uh, and that that's far more difficult than just normal line diving. Just line, okay. Like, so, this is 100% about how much air and how much, how good you can manage that air. And, those, and the picture, the pictures on your page, those are actually you down there. Somebody's taking True. pictures yes, yes. of you. Yeah, yeah. So, what type of cameras are they using down there? Is it just GoPros or something? The, or, uh, the guy was taking my picture. His name is uh, his name is Tony or Tones of Blue in Tone, Tones of Blue is his Instagram, and uh, he uses using a, a Canon, sorry, a Nikon mirrorless dslr basically i'm not really sure what model it is but it's the uh it's a crop sensor okay. and with a underwater housing so it's quite large with a with a dome uh, dome housing and then two handles so it's it's oh quite a okay i've seen that camera. that's what that is i never knew what that is i never knew what that he's was diving down he's holding it like this and it's uh yeah he's like quite large almost like driving it like a spaceship <laughs> like a little <laughs> yeah yeah okay <laughs> i never knew what that yeah. was so that, okay, so that's pretty, oh, got you, got you. Wow, okay. So, but it's every time, yeah. go ahead. It's uh, but absolutely, it's it's the most, it's it's more, it's tougher than a workout. Like if we're training for diving, if we're training for free diving, mm -hmm. that's easier than taking photos. Taking photos is is. Uh, I, so, I think you have to edit out. Let me think. <laughs> now, is is it is uh, it harder for the person that's in the photo? Or is it harder for the person taking the photo? Both parts, both but parts? mostly for the person in the photo. Okay. Mostly Why? Because you have to assume a position and with no air and. Because <clears throat> uh, you okay most in most post photos, if you're seeing people don't really wear a lot of weights like weight belts, a lot of lead. Yeah. Uh, uh, and without the le uh, without any weights, you have to have less air in your lungs. And when you're you know spending a lot of time without uh, like on empty lungs in the water doing very long dives, yeah, it's very draining, physically draining. And uh, because the people person with the camera, they can just load up with like three kilos and then just take a full breath and go down and chill, right? Right. And then they can be there for three times longer as you. Right. Right. And okay. they don't have to move; they can just be there. And right. find the, find the angle and take the photo. Basically, obviously, it's it's also. I mean, it's about the same difficulty, but maybe it's a little bit easier. It's not like substantially easier. Okay. What's uh, the so? Have you gone scuba diving? I have not. No, I have. Yeah, so I have. But I have, I'm not. I'm not a certified certified scuba diver. But I have. So what's like this. the biggest difference between the two, as far as the breathing and the reflex and all that? Since you have all this gear, is there, is there any differences between that? I would say that scuba diving is like a safari. Uh, you uh, go down there, spend time. Yeah, you basically you go down and look at stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, you look at fish, take photos of fish. You you know have fun together, and you go for a ride or or like you just basically go around looking at stuff, right? It's a safari. Uh, but in and like anyone can do it. It's it's very beautiful, very nice. I would recommend anyone everyone to try it at least. But it's not a sport, right? Okay. It's I can not, see that. Uh, More like a. It's like it's more like a tour, like a like sightseeing type of thing, right? Kinda, yeah. Obviously, you need a lot of knowledge in in how to handle all the gear yeah. and all the protocols and stuff. But that's that's just uh, things you have to study. You don't have to be, you know, do any physical activity or to learn anything physically other than like just handling the regulator. Right? So what's the and whole thing diving, about? Go ahead, go ahead. And freediving is more of a actual sport. You have to train and perform uh, like in, ter in terms of deep diving at least uh, the objective is to get as deep as you can right right and in the beginning you're training to go down five meters and then you train and you go down deeper and then you go down deeper right and you go down deeper so and you also have to be physically fit you have to have you know train cardio be have, have very good uh, have good cardio and yeah uh, and also, it's like it's it's uh, but it, I would say it's more of a mental sport. It's 
a lot is like 70% about your your mind basically I don't believe like if it you're, if you're into meditation or yoga or whatever um, diving is like underwater meditation because uh, when you're in the water your sense of uh, or a lot of your senses are basically shut off so first of all the the gravity is mm -hmm. less or you will feel kind of like it's not really zero g but almost and your sense of hearing is muffled by the water mm -hmm. like you're going in a bathtub and you don't have all the i mean you have underwater sounds but right not much and uh, i mean if you close your eyes you have the the vision gone smell is gone so you just have vision or not much of it depending on so you're in this isolation mode and uh, usually i die with my eyes closed and you have to treat your mind the same way as when you're meditating where uh, so you can focus like yeah like free your mind or whatever yeah. focus on your body body scanning and and stuff like that to really because if, if your mind is not there it's not possible you can't like you have to be completely in you, in you a you'll, state. you'll so, probably miss some, some of the mechanics that it takes to be able to go deeper or whatever right because you're nice yeah but you have to have them on muscle memory basically yeah uh, tell me, but, tell me more about um, the scuba diving because I heard that you have it's like you can't come up too fast. You can get nitrogen in your blood. How, what is that all about? So there's the thing called decompression sickness, right? Or the mm -hmm. bends, as well. So when you dive down, the air, uh, like normal air, is only twenty one percent oxygen, right? And then you have mostly nitrogen, and then point three percent co2 or something like that mm -hmm. uh, and when you dive like when you when you breathe the air in open circuit and you dive down the, the nitrogen is going with the pressure into your blood right mm -hmm. and when you then uh, ascend and basically decompress over over time that air, that nitrogen has to exit your body and if you're ascending too fast those nitrogen can or molecules can bind together and form bubbles nitrogen bubbles oh. in your body in your bloodstream and if you get one of those nitrogen bubbles in your in your in your brain uh, you can basically get a stroke and you can you can you can die um, oh hell so that's why when you're <laughs> ascending from a scuba dive you have to ascend at a ascent rate that's uh, slow enough so that nitrogen can exit your body without mm -hmm. causing it so that's why you have a, a deco stop or safety stop on different levels and you wait a few minutes to allow the nitrogen to go out and then you can come up right and how do you know when it's all out uh normally like nowadays people use uh, dive computers that tells you that oh. calculates because it, it knows your depth it knows your time and your dive right. so it just tells you okay now you have to you have to uh, do this and this deco stop basically Okay. And you just look at you look at the computer and then you say okay. That's about it. Yeah. But with free diving you uh, because be the dive because you're not breathing air, you the air that you bring down is from the surface and yeah. because it's not long enough, you don't have to ascend at a slower rate. You can just go down as fast as you can, goes up as fast as you can and right. But we do have to decompress or uh, and we do that in the way we have a what's called a surface interval. So when we get to the surface, we wait until uh like for for a certain amount of time maybe a couple of minutes depending on how long the dive is or long and deep and then that nitrogen will come out and then you can do another dive right? so you do get nitrogen in your well yes, yes but not yeah, as yeah. much that's why it only takes a couple of minutes on the surface for it to dissipate but if we were to like dive and dive and dive and dive then we can get decompression sickness as well oh my god what about the gravity? Because I know the deeper you get, you kind of lose gravity. So, and then it says, I, I read somewhere where it said that it kind of feels like the water's now pushing you down. It's like pulling you. How do you fight oh, against yeah. that? Is that yeah. is that can That's, that be uh, deadly, or is that not strong enough to be deadly to like pull you down and keep you down? Oh, it can. Uh, I mean, it can for sure be deadly. But let me put it away. It's, it's called the uh, it's called buoyancy. So. Uh, 
when you have air in your lungs, mm -hmm. uh, this is for free diving. When you have air in your lungs, uh, air is buoyant, it floats, right? So you float up to the surface. And as you go deeper and deeper, that air is going to compress to the point where, uh, in terms of volume, mm -hmm. uh, in relation to your body, is now not buoyant, it's negatively buoyant, which means it sinks. Right. So at a certain point, you will go from be floating to be sinking. And the sink rate is not very fast. It's like you can sink a meter per second, three mm. feet per second. Is it three point times three? I'm not sure. Um, which is, uh, it's not very fast. But if, you, if you're, you know, if you have a lot of weights on you, if you're overweighted, you can sink even faster, right? So, but uh, usually... Uh, the uh, so you will have a sense of falling basically right. if you get to the point where you're negatively buoyant. So you don't do, have to actively. Is it hard to come up though from that? It is harder, absolutely, it's harder because you have to swim against your uh, against your buoyancy basically. Oh my god! Especially if we dive down without fins and so we're just swimming like uh, a breaststroke. Yeah. You turn around, and you're gonna swim up, so you take a you take a stroke. And you go up, and then you start to sink, and you take another stroke, you up, and then you start to sink, and you have to really swim faster than you're sinking, basically. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're being, yeah, it's kind of like being pulled into the abyss, and you're like, oh no, I have to get up, and you're like constantly just sinking. But oh, as well, and then when you swim no. up past your point of buoyancy, you can feel yourself. Okay, now I start to float, and then you're like, and you can feel it, and it'll shoot you up. Yeah, you can feel you can feel it, and then at some point you just stop swimming, and then you just you just kind of like oh, fly up. Hell no! Basically. So what is the like? Does everybody have a different point of buoyancy? Like getting past the point, like or how deep is that? You adjust your, uh, you will set your buoyancy, or you will adjust it with weights depending on how deep the dive is. Okay. Uh, uh, say I'm diving 200 feet, and I will put my my neutral buoyancy at 35 feet. That's where I go from being floaty to being sinking. And that's with weights, you said? Yeah, with, uh, with, with weights, with neck weights or, or belt weights to... Man, I don't know about that one. I, listen, yo, I don't know. <laughs> that's, I don't know. That Man, listen. That's, it's uh, too much for me. <laughs> No, I, I would know, but like, like if if you're, I would still recommend anyone in this world to try it. It is uh, a very beautiful thing. Uh, I'll probably try it on that line, but I don't know if I'd do it without that line. I, I yeah. Mm -mm. Like, listen, I said, I... I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Pisces, but man, listen, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I probably would do it. I probably would do it. But I would definitely do it with the line. I would do it with the line, and I'd have to get extremely comfortable before I would just dive off in there and go down there and try to snap a picture or something. Like, I don't know. It's a it's a beautiful thing though to experience. Uh, like, and it and it's of course it's a it's a battle of or. A, a game to manage your fears, manage your own fear. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing. Like even I, I was had thalassophobia, whatever it's called, the fear of open water, fear of deep water, and I, I had a lot of struggle with that. But that fear also kept me from wanting to master or overcome that fear. Yeah. And uh, and but I also saw like a beauty in it, in the diving where the it's such an amazing, great feeling that, it, and it, it you, I, I can't get that feeling from anywhere else. It's not like a drug. It's more like a this amazing experience that's really cool. Yeah. The, um, I mean, you, would you consider consider yourself like an adrenaline junkie? Do you just do you like to do things that? As well, yeah, yeah, no, I am. But okay. diving is not an adrenaline sport, though. Okay, I know, I and know. It's more like, a... but it's still on the edge. To, you know, when you're beginning, I would say it's it's a it's out of the norm for me. I think it would be out of the norm for anybody to have to try to learn how to equalize themselves 
be flexible with their lungs. Like that's just that's nothing that's that's nothing that's not that's out of the ordinary for anybody. Yeah, uh, but it in a in a way it's, it's uh but as I said it's like it's it's a sport where you have a lot of control like as a, like with scuba diving you have a lot of gear stuff and you're not really in hundred percent control but with free diving you progress with your own like speed of progression yeah and then your you own probably you're like your comfortability level gets you know. It, it yeah. Raises. yeah and it's never a sport where you have to push you should never push like with for example with climbing yeah uh, uh or i mean i'm gonna run a tangent here i said i was a beginner freediver and, and i i say that because in climbing in rock climbing uh we usually say that if you climb for less than four years you're basically still a beginner because okay. there's a lot of things you have to learn and like take it takes a long time to build certain muscles in the body or tendons to get stronger yeah uh but Climbing is a sport for me or for a lot of people where you should push yourself. You should really, uh, well, it depends if you want to get better or not. But like for me, I, I can be quite competitive and mm-hmm. in, 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 in nature. And like if I want to get better at climbing or if anyone wants to get better at climbing, they really have to beat themselves up and really push to 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 do better to do harder to train harder to train more right because that's a, a sport of where you require like tremendous strength in your in your upper body in your core yeah. in your hands arms and fingers right and it takes a lot of time to build strength in small muscles like years you know yeah uh so that's a contract but climbing is also like uh i would say a adrenaline sport 100 percent. yeah uh, for sure but it's a slow adrenaline sport it's not like yeah, motocross or or something that happens very fast or even skydiving it's that, yeah. like things happen very fast but yeah. climbing it happens at your own pace as well yeah exactly yeah, like I mean, I would think that there would be some type of serenity in that, in climbing, honestly. You don't find peace in that? You don't find... I No, I absolutely, I do. It depends on the style of climbing. Because for reference, I've been climbing now for four years, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, both indoor and outdoor climbing. Um, uh, mostly uh, rope climbing, not really a lot of bouldering. Okay. But that's also, like, if you're, like... If you're, cli- if you're on a day outside, you're climbing for shells, and uh, you just you take your time, you enjoy the view, you enjoy the ru- the climb, you enjoy the route, you just yeah. you know make the moves, and you're like, it, it's kind of it, you, you also a sport where you go into what's called a flow state, right? Where, uh, well, I, I guess in a sense, all sports require you if you want to perform to get into a flow state where you really are in autopilot mode and you're yeah. just moving. You don't have to think. Just, oh, yeah, exactly. You're just going, right? Uh, but if you're, if you're training, then it's not like that. Like I, I see climbing as uh, training is for train. That's for, to get better. And it's not, sometimes it's not fun to train. Mm. It's just, uh, I have to do it. Right. right? Yeah, and like then I climb practice. for fun. So, uh, tr- climb for training and climb for fun are totally different types of climbing. Because when you're, when you're climbing, when I'm climbing for fun, I usually go down in difficult or go down in grades to more enjoy uh, the the climb itself. Have you ever tried climbing? No. Gym climbing, bouldering. Just just uh, you know, rock climbing wall. <laughs> That's about it. No, nah, I've never. Did you like it? It was okay. It was alright. It's uh I mean it's it's a special sport as well. I yeah. I, I started it with I had a friend who was like, oh, I'm gonna climb and you wanna join I'm like, oh, yeah, I can try. And uh If I could climb I'd, to see the if I could climb and go and see a good view, then I'd probably enjoy that. Like some of the views that I saw in your pictures, like amazing. What like what was that like the Swiss Alps in one of those? The all of them are in in Thailand, like I have a few photos that are in Nepal from from Annapurna, okay. the the or the area region, 
but those aren't really those are more hiking photos. But but uh, the all all my climbing photos are all in Thailand. I know that like the climbing in Thailand is not very good, but in the, in the U.S. the the uh, supposed to be the you know one of the best places in the world for especially especially outdoor climbing with yeah. big walls, good like amazing amazing views. Yeah, amazing rock. Uh, yeah, they got some great views out in Colorado. I saw saw some guys. Out. Oh yeah, yeah, they got some good stuff. Hey, real quick about the uh, I, I want to know though. I know Thailand has some great underwater views, if you want to call it call it that. Um, what's like the the coolest thing you've seen down there? It could be uh, fish. Rock formation, whatever. What's like the coolest thing you've seen that kind of sticks out to you? I think the uh, for sure, like uh, the uh, couple of weeks ago, I was diving at a uh, at a uh, at a wreck, like a sunken uh, warship that was put there for 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 divers. So quite a large. Quite a large warship, mm. uh, like an old like World War Two era warship, basically. Mm. Uh, probably at least three, three, four hundred feet long. Quite a large ship. Wow. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, interesting experience. Like, because uh, it was quite deep as well. Like uh, the bottom of the of the uh, the bottom was was hundred feet, and then the, the warship like the mast basically started at like. Uh, 15 feet and then you could have like everything between there is all warship and it's cool with having these underwater structures right uh, and there was a lot of fish because basically the, the 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 wreck will serve as an artificial reef and it will attract a lot of uh, marine life wildlife to, did you did you swim there. down into the ship like inside the ship uh no no that that is a like a big no-no unless you yeah <laughs> unless you really uh like uh, wreck trained or cave trained or uh, yeah. overhead environment to train but like, I, I did go down to look at the uh, entrance and I was like shit this is really dark inside here uh, you can get trapped should... in there no, you could die if you like go in and then you know get lost that's like why it's so important when you're when, for people that are cave diving to have uh, the protocols and have their lines to yeah. uh, and, and you know swim in a certain way because if you go in and there's like silt inside a wreck, and then your you, your fins touch the bottom or the wall. It can silt up the entire ship, and you you will be like, oh, where's the exit? Where did I just come in from? And oh, wow. you can't find your way out, and you can't just swim up because now you suddenly you have an overhead environment, oh. and you hit the roof. You can't see like if you silt it out, you can't see like no, you can't even see your hand, right? Oh and my god, you're screwed. You're screwed. That is very oh. dangerous. Wow. Yeah, that's too much for me. I don't think <laughs> I'll... Yeah. <laughs> I'm, that's why I'm glad I have you on the show. So you can tell me all about it. Because I don't know. I don't know if i go down there. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would love to do to do that with uh, with uh, scuba tanks. I would love to, to uh, like eventually learn how to basically cave dive. That That's a big... Uh, my next, like, I've been, because I have this thing, like, oh, I want to do that, I want to do that. And then yeah. I kind of, like, it's like a seed that gets planted. And over time, that interest, like, grows and grows. That's how I started with free diving uh, and, and and a lot of other things. But it's my seed now, like, hmm, I should maybe get into scuba diving scuba. and progress my ways towards, towards. Uh, so, what, what happens if, okay, so if you're scuba diving and you go into the ship and that happens, I mean, you got air supply, so you can just wait for the soot to settle down to settle and then swim out if you don't have if you don't have flow uh water flow the silt can take uh you know to get weak to settle it can take oh, a long time hell no so so you you just don't go in period even with yeah. scuba a man listen no even if you're scuba dive if you're if you're if you're not uh you know trained for the environment that you will dive in you should never ever go into that environment like if you're not if you're open water certified and you have a cave even you only if you have, only if you have a cavern you should never go in. it's like that's why they have the green reaper sign yeah like 
don't go beyond this point, you yeah. will die. And uh, that is serious. And like, <clears throat> uh, no, but not only that, it's like there's a lot of people who do enter, uh, you know, places they shouldn't dive in because they're not trained. They don't have the gear yeah. and, and so on and so forth. Uh, not only should they not do it for their own sake, but people who go into these caves and they go and die ruins it for everyone else who are trained, who are certified to enter those areas. Because usually what happens, okay, now the... the you had a death, they were shutting it down. Yeah, they really shut down the cave. So yeah. no one else can enjoy that cave yeah. or or whatever it is, right? So it's well, not I... only do they ruin their own life, they ruin people, other people's lives, right? Uh, and there's That's I'm, much because it's uh, yeah that, that is why it's so important to because it's so easy to to uh, to die to die in those <laughs> to die, in, yeah. in those situations especially when uh, people who are like in these uh, for example just caves like uh, that's why you need three flashlights you have one flashlight for example and then it, it's uh, it, it, like you lose it or it like stops working now suddenly it's pitch black you don't know where to go you're dead right right or you don't have dying line it gets silted out now you don't uh, you don't know what's out you're dead right or uh, we you know if you don't have enough air you don't have the correct air yeah. for the depth you're going to uh you run out of air you die right so uh that's that's man it's it's <laughs> like it's a lot of technicalities there what, I love oh, that though. <laughs> what, so what what's what is it for you? What's the, what's the bigger enjoyment? What's the okay, no, no, let me say that better. What do you enjoy more? Rock climbing or diving? Those are I know they're two different like, things, but they, what do you enjoy more? It's like you have to have listen. Like if only could choose one, you mean? Yeah, only choose one. That's such a difficult question. If it was the last thing that you could do, your last excursion <laughs> on Earth that you could do, which one would you choose? Last excursion on Earth? Yeah. Uh, oh my God, that's like shoes in between like, would you like most mom or dad or whatever? Uh, <laughs> I Dude, would probably got... choose... Okay, if I could make... no. Uh... Come on, it has to be diving. You're a Pisces, man. Your last moment's got to be in the water. <laughs> Maybe there's a way to combine climbing and diving. No, but I think I think it'll dive be down and then climb on a rock. Actually, I don't know. I because you know, I see it as uh, not only for the experience of mm. the activity itself, but all, also for the surrounding. Like um, uh, when we go outdoor climbing, you combine it with a trip, right? Because mm. unless you live next to the wall. Like and I think uh, the thing that makes outdoor climbing or rock climbing so so fun is like uh, usually you go you have a weekend trip you go with your buddies mm. you know, or like a group maybe you go five six people uh, and you spend your you know weekend outdoors you're having your barbecue drinking beers uh, you're having a good time it's basically a party you're having a really good time so it becomes uh, like a fun trip and then fun obviously social... you're climbing into it yeah exactly. Maybe you have someone you're playing the guitars, you're singing a lot of songs, and uh, so they think so, so. So, long story short, you would want to do both. I would, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would compare which trip would be most fun, like climbing trip. Okay. With, uh, oh, with then friend, it would be the rock climbing because you or a diving trip, which uh, you could throw like would a have couple to be beers cool. on the boat, like, you know? No, because I if like if it was my last. You know experience with the sport i would like plan like a, like a really bomber trip right right and for diving that would probably be to bali or or hawaii or uh, to the cenotes in mexico right but with with diving it's not uh you can't combine it with a party right like, you can't be drinking alcohol and then go dive. yeah you yeah dive. and you can't like uh you know be be physically active because there's more, because it's more, it's more components to 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 your survival out there than, say, rock climbing, right? Because you you uh, physically have to be 
I know you physically got to be fit and physically got to be whatever for rock climbing, but as far as this diving is concerned, physically, mentally, everything has to be on point or you could perish. Yeah, you have to fix it more. Yeah. I mean, you no, you're not really going to perish because you always like if something happens when you're free diving, you, you like rule number 1, you always dive with uh with a uh, with a buddy, with a okay. dive buddy, a safety diver. So if some even you go down, you pass out whatever you inhale air. Sorry, you inhale water. Yeah. Uh that safety diver is going to take you up and do the you know, rescue procedure, the um, EFR procedure and like bring you back to life. That's does that does that happen often? With beginners? No. No, not at all. It doesn't happen. Like, my instructor, he had hundreds of students. He have never, ever in his entire instructor career had any, like, Person anything happen at all. out and have to, okay. With any student. No, it never happens. It's, um, it's extremely rare. It has to be, usually it happens with, like, spearfishing, I guess. It happens uh, with spearfishing? Yeah, because spearfishing, you wear a lot of weights. You spend a more time down at the bottom oh, waiting on oh. fish. And then suddenly you'll be like, ah, maybe I should go up for air. Ah, maybe I need to get this fish. And then, okay, now you go up and then you then you black out, right? Right. Uh, so you don't have that component. in just normal free diving. Uh, wow. And with, 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 uh, but I, was, I would say that alcohol and smoking or whatever affects diving so much more than it does with climbing climbing you yeah. can have a beer you can smoke a cigarette and then climb yeah it doesn't like doesn't it makes doesn't like a half percent much, right? yeah uh that's why you can party and climb but you can't party and dive <laughs> <laughs> all right so i think you're probably leaning more towards going rock climbing if it was the last last thing that you could do yeah, but i get it sure, though I, I get it and you and you could kick it with your friends so yeah well, listen, man, I, I really appreciate all of this information. You've said a lot in a lot more than I would have ever thought that it involved as far as free diving. Oh, my God, it's crazy. Um, but I, I can't say that I'll do it. You know what? No, no, no. I, 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 never, do never. I would do it with never the line. Never try, never know. <laughs> I would do it with the line, though. I would do it with the line. It would take me a long time for me to get out there and just be free in the open water and go down and come up and yeah it'll take a lot for me to do that but and you should go down to the springs in florida and do some snorkeling there i mean maybe get well your, i've done snorkeling know. plenty of times yeah i love snorkeling i'll do that but that's, you're halfway there that free diving <laughs> oh no that free diving you got to have to push me in there and just drag me down <laughs> yeah i don't know but listen man i appreciate your time i appreciate you coming on here i know you're all the way in thailand it's early in the morning over there, so thank you for coordinating this with me and um, making it happen. And this has been very educational information, man, very informative. Let me say that properly. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for inviting me. That was uh, it was actually fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I just like, hey, man, we're just kicking it. I told you we're just going to kick it on here, have a nice conversation, and talk about what you do. And um, I'm pretty sure some people that, that check this out, they had no idea just like me, man. So you're going to enlighten a lot of people with, with this conversation. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, everybody, make sure you check out Alexander. Uh, you can check him out at Mr. Whitting. We're going to say it right. Whitting? That's, that... that's good. That's good enough, yeah. Good enough. Mr. Whitting on Instagram, but it's spelled like whiting. So... <laughs> Check him out on Instagram. You can check out his pictures and just follow his journey. I'll definitely be following your journey, man, and keeping in touch with you. Um, I love what you're doing. Thank you for, you know, just sharing that with us for real. Seriously, um, that's what this show is all about. Just providing value, information to people who want to know, you know, and may not have somebody like yourself to really tell them or go in depth without trying to charge them a fee, you know. So that's what my show is all about. Just trying to get that value to people who really want to know some things. So, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, y'all, you know where I'm at every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You never know who I might have on here, guys. I'm telling you. So stay tuned. Please subscribe to the show if you like what you have seen. Uh, share it with your friends, your family, your loved ones. Hey, it, it, it's a world. It's, it does a, a world of good to me because I can continue to do this and I can continue to reach more people. So, hey, tell a friend, tell a friend. Like I said, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow Alexander, make sure you follow me if you're not already following me. And I'll be back again every Tuesday. Here I am. 
Hey, we're kicking it. We out of here, y'all. Peace.